Hi guys, welcome to the Black Girl Budget Podcast. My name is Nicole. Most people call me Nikki. Today is February 6th. It is 11.51 p.m. And if I'm being totally honest, I am a little tipsy. Um, We tried some new wine tonight, um, which I posted in my IG stories. It's probably somewhere on my IG highlights. It is Kendall Jackson Pinot Gris. And it is it is definitely a very crisp wine. Uh, it's a white wine and it's got some nice fruity aromas to it. But if I'm being honest, it is also a tad bit dry. I'm a Moscato girl, which I'm trying to get out of, but it's good. It is definitely getting the job done. Um, definitely not for beginner wine drinkers, in my opinion. <laughs> anyway, so I am starting this podcast because... Um, There are just so many things I want to talk to you guys about that my IG stories are just not providing the bandwidth or the space to do it. And so I decided to start a podcast because it has been on my heart very heavily for the last few weeks. So welcome to February, Black History Month, Aquarius season. My birthday is in like eight days. Um, I'm very excited for it. I will be 31 Black Girl Budget is taking off, and honestly, I am interviewing assistants right now, so there's that. But today, I really want to talk to you guys about Black Girl Budget and the concept of Black Girl Budget, so you have an idea of really why I started it and what I'm going to be doing in the future. Um, In 2016, I became a lawyer, started working, and I was getting one paycheck a month, but it was the end of the month. So you would work the entire month. And then at the end of the month, you would get your paycheck. And that was when I realized, wow, I don't have a choice but to budget because I just could not make it through the entire month without budgeting. And um, as I was doing that, I was able to buy a house and get a new car by force, not by choice, and eventually bought a dog. And my coworkers and a couple of friends are like, how are you able to do this on a government salary? And my salary was public at the time. I was making between 43 and 55. My salary was increasing over time, but people knew how much I made. So the question was always, how the heck are you able to to purchase the things that you're purchasing and travel too? I think we went to London in, what was that, 2017, 2018, 2018? Um, and took a day trip to Paris and we went to Cuba. We were going to DC. We were in New Orleans, you know, pre COVID. We were really out here in these streets, just breathing on people. It was wild. Um, but really people wanted to know how I was able to do it. And like the answer was budgeting. I budget and I got the weirdest side eyes because most people think that when you say budget, you mean to be restrictive, not to go out and travel and buy a car and, you know, do all these different things. And so um, I recognize that number one, people don't know what budgeting actually is. And number two, a lot of black women who I was friends with or worked with weren't familiar with financial terms, not, not the term budget specifically, but just, you know, how do I increase my credit score? How do I save money? How do I budget Um, and then investing as well. So I decided, you know what? I am going to create a safe space for Black women to talk about finances. 
Uh, that was my, my goal in the beginning. And to be honest, it has flowered and bloomed into something that I genuinely was not expecting. Um, in the beginning, <laughs> for the people who have been rocking with me since about 2017, I even had a lunch, uh, lunch accountability club on Instagram where I had a special group of people who were in a group on Instagram and we would just discuss what we were taking to lunch that week because we were saving money and we were budgeting. And um, that was the beginning. So if you remember that, like shoot me a message or something on Instagram because that feels like a hot minute ago, but that was kind of like the basis where it was like, I'm not afraid to tell people I am on a budget and that I'm eating leftovers or specifically bringing meals from home because I don't want to eat out every day. And my coworkers, like, I, I don't know if this is just a lawyer thing or not, but lawyers eat out so much. Like, I don't understand. So they were eating out like three to four times a week and I was not understanding it. So needless to say, those were like the beginning beginner days. Now I am definitely trying to spread into different areas because I, honestly, I want Black Girl Budget to be a lifestyle. Um, it's not just something that's trendy. It's not something that you do for a couple of months and then you fall off. It is really a lifestyle. You budget your entire life and you, you know, if you can splurge on something, it's in the budget. It's not really splurging because it's in the budget. If you can afford a new house, if you can buy that new bag, if you can, you know, get a subscription, you can do all those things, but you can afford those things. And that's where the budgeting really helps. So that's how Black Girl Budget has started, how it has bloomed, um, and it's going to continue to grow. I have people hitting me up all the time like, we need you to come speak to our teenagers. We need you to come speak to our college students. And I've got like a million ideas floating in my head. So that's really where it started. And I'm very excited for where it's headed. Um, I've had somebody ask me, why are you calling it Black Girl Budget? I've actually had someone someone do like an all matter, all lives matter thing on Instagram with me. And they were like, why just Black girls? Why not all girls? And I'm like... Black Girl Budget is centered around Black women and girls. I, I, I'm i not the page you're looking for if that's what you want. Um, everyone is welcome, don't get me wrong, but my focus is Black women. I mean, there's a wealth disparity. There's an um, just a general ownership disparity when it comes to owning real estate. There's a disparity in even the amount of Black investors that there, um, that there are. There's also a disparity in the certified financial planners, certified personal accountants, like black women are coming up, but trust me, the numbers are still shocking. Um, every time I think about it. So I'm like, no, I'm, I'm talking about black girls, black women who budget. And I know older women are like, I'm not a girl. I'm a woman. Listen, if all of us could go back and teach the young girl inside of us how to budget, we'd probably be millionaires by now. So it's black girl budget. I'm focused on black women and girls. Um, that's where I see myself as a black woman and a black girl. Um, and I, I love the name. So if I decide to change it, I will. As of right now, it is Black Girl Budget, BGB, whatever. But it is all inclusive. White men are welcome. White women are welcome. Just as long as you remember who we're centered on. You know, that's the important part. Excuse me, drinking wine. Wow, that is... That is definitely drier when it's colder. <laughs> so that's why I call it Black Girl Budget. Um, I have had people 
um, just tell me their their displeasure with the name of it. And they are not black women or they don't identify as black women. So um, it is what it is. Anyway, moving right along, I have been seeing this conversation about black women having luxury or living a luxurious lifestyle. And it's been very interesting because there are black women who are oblivious to the fact that um, black women luxury is an upcoming thing. Um, I think there are some black women who think, well, we've always been able to live luxurious. And I think there's a certain privilege with that. But obviously this topic is compounded. There's a lot to unpack and discuss. And so I want to incorporate that into Black Girl Budget. But from the from the perspective of what we may consider to be luxury is not necessarily luxury. And some things that we may overlook could be the luxurious thing that we're looking for. So sometimes we think yacht parties and you know jet setting is luxury. But honestly, a couple of weeks ago, I got my car detailed at the dealership and that was a luxury to me. It was a little expensive. I think it was like a hundred and maybe like 150 bucks or 130 bucks. So it was, it was kind of expensive, but I mean, it was beautiful. I felt like I was in a new car. I felt like I was a luxurious person, right? Um, a couple of months ago, we had um, housekeepers come and clean the house. And for the most part, they did a great job. They scuffed up the baseboards a couple of times, but I mean, the, 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 shower I'm stumbling right the shower was immaculate the and we have a glass door on the shower the door was spotless the mirrors were spotless the um the sliding glass doors that we have in the living room spotless like they were hitting nooks and crannies that I had not even looked at for months so you know there are little things like that um grabbing you a nice bottle of wine that is not 10.99 or less that might be a luxury there are just all kinds of things that are luxuries. Ash, do you have any luxuries for us that you want to throw out? Mm-hmm. Getting your eyebrows tattooed, luxury. That's luxury. That's luxury. Honestly, I deserve. You do deserve. You do deserve. Um, yes. Um, so Ash is from the Know Her podcast. Uh, she is who asked Ash on Instagram. Uh, she's got great content for just like all around knowing things about black people and black women and blackness. Um, we're going to have her on the full episode podcast one day. Don't know when, but soon come. Maybe we can discuss books and art and just like black girl dopeness because she's really dope. Um, but <laughs> she's in the background blowing me kisses and telling me that Manicures and pedicures are also luxury. Listen, my nail tech is thebomb.com. Um, I stumbled upon her on Instagram. Her shop is like eight minutes away from the house. And when I go, we have conversations about all kinds of things. I love her, her personality. I love her space. I love her work. My nails are fine. I have recommended her to every single person. Um, she does my, my nails. She does my toes. I love her. That is a luxury. It's like having a nail tech who you go to, who's consistent and who you like is very important. Um, and who looks like you, right? She's a black woman. 
Um, and I, I love that, right? I, not that you can't support other people, but there's just nothing like walking into a space and automatically connecting with someone because we know we have some shared interests or some shared experiences in common. So I love that about Ray. Um, I tag Ray on my Instagram page all the time because she is fire. Um, my loctician, Bree. Oh my gosh. My loctician, she's got a green thumb for plants, but let me tell you, these roots though, she's got a green thumb. My hair is glowing and growing and she's amazing. I tag her on Instagram as well. Um, Brie, Brie is luxury because she comes to the house and does my hair. Uh, she is a traveling loctician and I love, love, love that. When COVID hit, she was like, listen, I will wear a mask. I will socially distance from whoever's in the house. If you wear a mask, what like Brie is all about the social distance life. So I absolutely love it. Um, but I, I love that she comes to the house. She does it in my kitchen. She brings her own setup. I, she literally all she does is use the water from my sink and that's it other than that her she's got like this little suitcase that she brings she plugs up the hair dryer into her own little suitcase she's got a mirror she's got brie has everything okay brie and ray i just i love y'all if y'all listening to this podcast because y'all have just made life that much better but they are considered a luxury right so think of the little things in your life that other people may already think is a luxury um, that that you have in your everyday life that you may not think is a luxury. So Ash and I have been shopping at the Fresh Market, which is a grocery store here in Tampa. I believe it's in 22 other states. Um, but I used to work at the Fresh Market at 16. And um, I used to think, who the heck is paying $2 for a cookie? I used to work in the bakery, right? And I was like, this stuff is so expensive. Now, as an adult who can afford that stuff, I'm just like, yo, I can't believe I never shopped here before. But before I couldn't afford it, right? So we've been shopping at the Fresh Market and that is a luxury thing, right? For for us and for other people. So I tend to post about things where I'm like, y'all can get this black girl joy inside the Fresh Market vicariously. I'm gonna post the wine that we bought. I'm going to post the brioche bread that we bought the cordon blues that were pre-made that we bought all that good stuff right y'all are going to get to see it but also it just kind of helps us open up our own our own eyes just to the experiences that we've already had or that we've wanted to have and that we've just not been able to have so I consider you know some of the things in my life a luxury that to me are everyday things but to other people may not be so Take into consideration that, and from there, take a take account of what you really consider to be luxury. Like, is it really just having the time to do nothing? That is a luxury, is having the time to do nothing. Having the ability to work from home, having the ability to spend an extra $40 on random bottles of wine at Target. That's what I did earlier today. Um, you know, just, just being able to, to travel whenever you want to, that might be your luxury or to buy a bag whenever you want to, that might be your luxury, but just think about what you consider to be a luxury. And then how can you, how can you bring that into your life is really important, but more so how can you do it on a budget? So I got a raise at the end of 2020. And I don't think I've even told you guys that yet on Instagram. I got a raise at the end of 2020 and I decided, you know what? I want to start trying new wines and I want to start trying different meals for dinner. That is what I want to do. 
So I raised my grocery budget from $200 to $250 a month. You would be surprised at the absolute nonsense that I've been able to purchase with that extra $50. I've gotten cream cheese brioche bread, chocolate brioche bread. Um, we ate soup for dinner. We had soup the other night for dinner. Ash didn't think we would get full, but we did. It was amazing. I posted it somewhere on Instagram. It was awesome. Um, what else? I just ridiculous amounts of, of wine, not super expensive, but just kinds that we've never tried before. Um, we did get the Cordon Bleu. Ash, what else did we try? Dessert wise, we got crab cakes. Um, we didn't get the salmon burgers, but we've tried. So if you think of something, let me know. But we, we have been able to try stuff, but just that little $50 has really made a difference in being able to purchase a little extra but still be able to buy groceries that we actually want to eat. Um, Mongolian beef, that has become a staple meal in our, in our budget now. So that was something new that I tried, like a new recipe that I tried. And it was, oh my gosh, it's really good. I need to post that recipe. But needless to say, just that $50 has kind of opened us up to wines that we drink, wines that we don't drink, stores that we like, stores that we will never go to again. If I never set foot in Walmart again, I would be okay with that. But I also recognize that Walmart is an everyday store. And trust me, we still get our groceries delivered from Walmart. We just don't go inside there. But, um, you know, just think about like, what do you consider to be luxury? And then how can you incorporate that into your budget. That's the important part is like you can incorporate an extra bottle of wine into your budget if that's your luxury thing. So that's just something to think about. Um, but I'm very excited for this podcast. My my body, my being has been shouting out podcast, podcast, podcast for the last few weeks. And I've officially started it. It took me like an hour to even figure out what I was doing. But here I am. So I'm going to try to keep these episodes fairly short. Um, but you guys can always hit me up on Instagram. It's Black Girl Budget on Instagram. Tweet me, Black Girl Budget. You can go to the website, blackgirlbudget.com. There's an ask page on there. If there's something you want to talk about on the podcast, shoot it to me. I will discuss it on the podcast. Um, there are also Black Girl Budget notebooks that are dropping on February 19th at 7 p.m. So please, please, please get your $20 together in your budget because the last time we sold out in 24, in less than 24 hours, actually. So February 19th at 7 p.m., Black Girl Budget notebooks will be available on the website. That is blackgirlbudget.com. So thank you guys for listening to episode one. I did kind of ramble. I am a little bit tipsy, but... It's all good. I mean, can you really make good content without drinking a little bit of wine? You know what I'm saying? So y'all have a good night. I look forward to getting some of your questions on the website and I'll talk to you guys soon.